Hey there, friend. Got a minute? I know you're really excited about listening to today's episode, but I got a great feeling you're going to want to hear about my latest creation, especially if you're the smart, forward-thinking kind of woman that I know you are. And if you're actively looking for ways to improve in your own self-care and wellness, consider this a sign, synchronicity, or just serendipity playing full out to bring a little clarity and fun your way. Now, you know I love to talk about self-awareness on this show because to know yourself is to bring more joy and confidence your way. So that's why I'm so excited to share with you all the deets on my latest creation, the What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz. The What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz helps you to appreciate your unique mix of divine feminine and divine masculine energy so that you can unlock your muse method. And your Muse method is your ideal self-care and wellness pathway based on your preferences, your way of being, and your unique take on life. I've gotten so many positive reviews from quiz takers who have absolutely fallen in love with their results. They ask me things like, how did you know this about me? Which brings my heart so much joy. And I want you to fall in love with your results too. To find out what your ideal self-care and wellness pathway is, here's what you got to do. You got to go to www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash quiz to answer 11 questions. You can literally be done in five minutes or less. And once you're done taking the quiz, your results will be flying into your inbox. And trust me, you're going to love your guide. So what are you waiting for? Go take the quiz today and I'll see you on the other side of your results. It's important to take 15 to 20 minutes or 30 minutes a day if you have that luxury to just sit still and disconnect. That means no phones, no tablets, no computers, no social media, just you retreating into your favorite quiet place and limiting any and all distractions. If you have a favorite place in your garden where you can just sit down and observe nature, do it. The point is to be still. Focus on your breathing instead of the thoughts in your head. And that's the best way to silence your inner critic. Welcome to the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast, the place where busy mamas tune in to take out the struggle from the daily work-life juggle. I'm your host, Carla Diaz. I'm a married mama of three who jumped off the hot mess express and turned in her people-pleasing ways to become your personal cheerleader and encourager of dreams. Every week, you can expect simple and actionable tips on how to improve your own health and wellness. Are you ready to shift your mindset to go from that grouchy lady that your friends put up with to the joyful mama everyone wants to keep up with? Then this is the podcast for you. This podcast is sponsored by the five days to more energy so that you'll never skip a workout again challenge. In as little as five days, you can run away with all the best tips and tricks on how to naturally boost your energy to do more of the things that you love. For more information, you can go to this podcast show notes, or you can check out www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash five day challenge. See you there. How many times have you stopped yourself from doing something because a voice in your head tells you stop? You can't do that. Or it says, Don't do it that way. You'll embarrass yourself and everyone will laugh at you. Or maybe you hear words like, what are you doing? You're not ready. You're not good enough. What makes you think you're smart enough to do that and succeed? 
Hey there, Carla Diaz here, and I'm so happy you're with me again for another episode of the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast. Today, we're talking about that hurtful voice in your head, that inner monologue that pops up whenever you try to do something good for yourself and stops you from trying something new. I'm talking about your nasty inner critic, that mean girl in your head that can't mind her business. You know who I'm talking about. We all have one, and today we're going to learn how to shut her up for good. Welcome to episode 9, Silence Your Inner Critic for Good. In this episode, we're diving deep into how to deal with feelings of inadequacy, thoughts that make you feel like an imposter, and really how to be your own best friend by being emotionally supportive and compassionate towards yourself. So here's a thought. Most people will easily say that good health is a function of getting enough exercise and eating nutritiously and in the right amounts. But It's also a function of your mental and emotional state. Without a healthy mind and a sound emotional well-being, even if we want to be as healthy as we can be, we're going to miss the mark when our thoughts and emotions aren't in a good space. I know we don't tend to think of life in this way, but on a very basic level, most of our behavior as living beings is motivated by our attempts to meet our basic human needs. So what are those basic human needs? They are the need to connect, the need to protect, and the need to attain. So when we talk about the need to connect, we're talking about our need, you know, we're social beings, so we need to be around people and create positive, healthy relationships with others. The need to protect is in terms of, you know, whenever you feel threatened or whenever, you know, you want to feel that sense of security, so that stems from the need to protect. And then the need to attain is kind of like your ambitions, your drive, uh, things that you want to do for yourself. So those are all basic human needs um, that our behaviors are geared towards trying to fulfill. So when we as humans are successful at meeting our basic needs, we experience feelings of joy, pleasure, and satisfaction. But when we don't, we experience those unpleasant feelings of frustration, anger, embarrassment, sadness, or shame. So how does the inner critic come into play with all of this? It's safe to say that no one goes through life without experiencing unpleasant feelings of frustration, anger, embarrassment, sadness, or shame at least once in your life. We've all been rejected, whether it was finding out that we didn't make the team, realizing the man of our dreams doesn't even know we exist, or when we didn't get that promotion. We all know how terrible and how humbling those experiences are. And because these feelings are painful, we can develop an inner critic as a defense mechanism to shield us from the possibility of future shame, embarrassment, or criticism. So similar to dealing with an inner critic is something that I'm guessing most of you have heard of, but imposter syndrome, right? So what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is feelings of inadequacy, that your success is only attributed to luck or not any real talent or skill. You know, when you have imposter syndrome, you doubt your own accomplishments or worse off, you feel like you don't deserve your success. So the point of all this is that your inner dialogue is telling you you're not good enough, you are not worthy, you're not talented enough. What are some characteristics of imposter syndrome and the inner critic? So some Character types, I guess we should call it that instead of characteristics, is 
when you're a perfectionist, when you feel like you have to be the superwoman um, or you have to be a natural genius or feeling like you just need to learn one more thing before taking action. That's what I like to call like the sage. Those are all um, character types of imposter syndrome. So with the perfectionist, um, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. It's just someone who always feels like they need to do just one more thing to make it perfect or, you know, they don't want to just, they, they hold off on completing a project because there's always something else that you can do. Um, you know these character types. I, I know for myself, I tend to be a perfectionist and it's really taken me oh, it's a lot of deep breaths just to just just do the darn thing already and not worry about how it looks. So when you are a superwoman, you could be accused of being a micromanager or being uncomfortable with delegating. But basically, it's that pe- that personality type where you feel like you have to work long hours into the night to finish a project or anything because it's you just have to take on that responsibility yourself. When we're talking about the natural genius... That's someone who feels that your intelligence and know-how is only worthy if you were born with natural gifts and that taking the time and effort to learn and grow doesn't carry the same weight. You are, in essence, totally discrediting yourself for taking that time and effort, right? Putting in all that energy to get good at something, which I feel is pretty darn admirable. But the natural genius doesn't feel that way. And then the last character type is what I mentioned, the sage, where you always feel like you need to learn just one more thing before taking action. And as a result, you hold yourself back from actually implementing or getting stuff done. I don't know about you, but I think in many times in my life, I have been able to see myself as either, you know, suffering from perfectionism, trying to be that superwoman, definitely beating myself up for not being a natural genius, and also being stuck in learning mode and not doing mode. So how do we self-correct? How do we silence our inner critic for good? So the first thing, you just have to remember that your inner critic pops up as a mechanism to protect you from harm and embarrassment. But it doesn't necessarily mean that what it's saying is true. So the following are some fun ways to help silence your inner critic. And the first one is disarming your inner critic. And it's a three-step process. Um, So the first step is you want to take notice. Anytime you are become aware of a thought that um, is trying to prevent you from doing something that, you know, you're kind of excited about, that when you notice it, then you can move on to step two, that you are, you know, you recognize that that thought is there to protect you. So when you recognize and you see the thought for what it is, then you're able to loosen the grip of your inner critic this way. And also, the most important part of this is that it allows you to give yourself some grace. So you have to like really just think about it. Because I know sometimes that inner critic can be really mean, but would you talk to your best friend that way? Absolutely not. No, you'd be encouraging. So recognizing that thought and reframing it goes a long way into help you have a healthy relationship with yourself and all your dreams and ambitions because we know that that's what gives us more joy in our life our ability to attain right to 
to achieve that basic need. So then the last step is to release that feeling by voicing a self-compassionate thought instead. So for example, you can remind yourself that whatever the outcome, it has nothing to do with your self-worth. Or you can remind yourself that you're being brave for trying that and that is a reward all by itself. Or lastly, recognize that there is a chance that you may fail, but that doesn't mean that you're a failure. Rather, it means that you're still learning, you're still growing. So another way to disarm our inner critic is to not play the comparison game. So I'm sure you've heard this saying that comparison is the thief of joy. So when you realize that you are unique in your own special way and no one will ever do things quite like you, no one will ever be as resourceful as you or will solve problems with the same level of creativity as you, then the game changes and that's your secret sauce. So Resolving to not play the comparison game is a wonderful way to silence that inner dialogue that prevents you from doing what you want to do. And let's be real, chances are that person that you're comparing yourself to probably has the same hangups as you do. So if you are better at managing your hangups or your self-doubt, then guess what? You are already ahead of the game. So right now, I want you to take a deep breath and say, ah, I'm awesome. I'm taking care of myself. I'm learning how to disarm my inner critic. And so there is no comparison when it comes to that because I know what I need to do to get one step closer to the life that I want. So the idea here is with whatever you're proposing, whatever's on your mind and you can't stop thinking about and you're just, I guess, fearful of it not coming out how you want it to be, the idea is to enjoy the experience and try not to focus so much on the outcome. You know, there's truth to that saying, find the joy in the journey, because when you find that joy and that bliss, you know, you realize that that's really what it's all about. You know, life is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And yeah, it would be great if everything that you did resulted in success, but we have to be realistic, right? Sometimes things take longer than expected and that's okay. It has nothing to do with, you know, any feeling of inadequacy or that you're not worth it. You know, I believe that things happen in their own perfect timing. And even though I may want that timing to be sped up just a little or a lot, I acknowledge that it's not really up to me. I have to be in it to play it for the long term. Like I got to put my head in the game. And when I realize that and I look at it as a learning experience as opposed to keeping track and keeping score of how successful I am on my first attempt, I'm happier and I'm not so wound up in my own thoughts and feeling that it's not happening for me and it's because of something that that I'm flawed in some way. It's totally not that. So remember, enjoy the experience and don't focus so much on the results. You'll enjoy the ride so much more that way and you'll find joy in the journey. Tip number three is silencing your inner critic by nurturing your spirituality. 
So whether you decide to nurture your spirituality by way of creating a deeper connection to nature or religion or just by realizing that there is a force larger than yourself out there, when you take comfort and find meaning in this big picture kind of thinking, you start to disarm feelings of imposterhood. And what's even better is that you start to loosen the relationship with that inner mean girl inside. So focusing on your spirituality helps you to feel more aligned and in harmony with life. You're actually better able to handle life's ups and downs because you treat yourself and others with compassion. So being spiritual can be as easy as practicing gratitude daily or finding satisfaction from simple everyday pleasures. You know, you're better able to give love and accept others just the way that they are when you grow in spirituality. So it's no coincidence that these behaviors are more likely to help us to meet our basic human needs. Growing in spirituality is really a great way to silence your inner critic for good. So we've talked about disarming your inner critic by recognizing your thought process and then changing it with a a compassionate thought. We've talked about how to not play the comparison game. And then we've talked about spirituality. And our last tip for this podcast is to be more present. And I personally love this. I have personally experienced how good it feels to be more present. And as a result, I've been able to focus better and not let those inner demons in my head get in my way from pursuing my dreams. So how do we do this? How can we learn to become more present in our lives? I suggest 15 to 20 minutes daily. And if you really can, 30 minutes would be even better. But it's a small amount of time in your day where you just dedicate it to disconnecting. So that means no phones, no tablets, no computers, no social media. It's just you retreating into your favorite quiet place and limiting any and all distractions. So if you have a favorite place in your garden where you can just sit still and observe nature, I totally recommend you doing this practice every day, assuming the weather is good. (laughs) Um, Do it every day and just sit down and be still. So you want to focus on your breathing instead of the thoughts in your head. And, you know, just focus with what everything is happening around you. You can focus on the birds singing um, and then doing so, it's you're better able to turn your mind inwards to reflect on all the good that's in your life. So this isn't the time to really overcomplicate your thinking. You want to be thankful for the warmth of the sun, for your ability to see, hear, smell, and touch. It's basically, it's just you being more open and receptive to your immediate environment and not the environment that comes from modern day living. So you want to feel the sensation of your body touching the chair that you're sitting on. And being aware of your physical space in this way is a great way to feel more grounded and more connected to the earth. So if there's anything that you take away from today's episode is give yourself at least 15 minutes every day to just disconnect And just be still and be present and get back into just feeling what it feels like to be in your body. It's such 
an opening. It's such a calming thing to do in a world that is vying for your attention all the time. Do you have to practice all of these techniques to silence your inner critic? Uh, I would say no. I would feel like if you felt like you had to do that, then that's probably your perfectionist coming out um, and saying, oh, I got to do all this because if I do all that, then everything's going to be perfect. No, I would say, you know, stick to trying one technique or at at the minimum, you know, you can also try two techniques because I think the being present one is something that, you know, it's a skill that you're learning. So, you know, after being present one time, you're not automatically going to part ways with your inner critic. I mean, I wish it could be that way, but realistically, this is something that you have to work on, right? And it's just good for you too, just to take time for yourself. So, but while you're working on becoming more present and giving yourself that 15 to 30 minute break, I also want you to do the disarming your inner critic technique. Anytime that you feel or you experience that thought of, you know, doubting your self-worth. And then the other two are great as well. Not playing the comparison game is something that it's more of a mental thing. Um, And then when you nurture your spirituality, that's also something that you get better at it with time. So I was very specific in the techniques that I wanted to talk about because I wanted to give you a quick win and I also wanted to give you something for the long haul, right? So whatever technique you decide to adopt into your life, the point is just to get started and to be flexible with yourself. Um, You know, I always want you to train your brain to focus on positive thoughts and compassionate thinking. So I don't want you to beat yourself up if you slip into feelings of self-doubt or you start to question your worth. You have to learn to forgive yourself. And when you can forgive yourself and give yourself grace, then you see how much easier it is to move about your day with grace and ease. That wraps up another episode of the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast. And I hope that you found today's lesson insightful and valuable and an easy way to try and get more energy and joy in your life. Until next time, the joyful and energetic mama in me sees and honors the joyful, energetic mama in you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe so that you're notified and never miss an episode. And of course, if you found today's topic super valuable, let me know by writing a review. And if you're not quite ready to do that, you can always share this episode with your friends who need help disarming that inner critic. And remember, if you'd like to learn more about the five days to more energy challenge, you can click on the link in the show notes for this episode or go to heycarladiaz.com forward slash five day challenge for more information. And yes, I totally would love to hear what your greatest takeaway was. And if you want to share your thoughts with me, you can do that in our Facebook group. So the link to join our Facebook group is also in the show notes. Until next time, 